Welcome to Mission Spooky. I'm your host, JC. With me today, as per usual, Kiki. And how you doing today, Kiki? I'm okay. I just introduced you as Kiki. Should I, we redo that where I introduce you as okay? No. <laughs> Get it's it? It's fine. Cause... <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dad. Relax there with the dad jokes. Never. <laughs> Uh, I just want to let you know that um, since you did mention the things that are not ever supposed to be mentioned on air, I had some technical difficulty, and I blame you directly. That's okay. I had to re-record certain sections of what I said because, well, actually, funny story. You pre-record it. I did because I wasn't sure if you were going to be able to do it or not. So it turns out that at least it was already pre-recorded. Good but it was still a pain in the ass to edit. Thank you. I'm happy for that. <laughs> I know that you don't care. I don't. And speaking of those things, did you see the video that a mutual friend of ours uh, posted on the Facebooks? I have stayed away from the Facebooks as much as possible. Well, I enjoy chaos, so I still go there. <laughs> so apparently, this is, this is the claim... From the original post. Hold on. Maybe I should go watch the video and then we can like, look, we can record me watching the video in real time. Let me see. Let me see what this is. This is funny. Oh, damn it. You said the word. Look, I was reading it. Okay. Oh my God, people are dumb. That's not a, that's not a, you know what? I know, right? It's a Luna moth. Yeah. Actually. Oh God. Yeah, I mean, it's, my... it's confirmed to be a Luna moth. I just okay. want you to understand that. Oh, okay. Well, I, I could, I totally understand that like someone would go for a Luna moth, but um, have you ever seen a praying mantis fly? Uh, yes. Because if you look at it, it looks. So there's like... a video. No, so there's a video in the in the post from the original poster. Oh, okay. Hold on. And it. If you look at the comments and shit on that, there's people like that actually know. Oh, comments are turned off. Well, that's fucking hashtag sad. But it's it's definitely a moth of some kind. It's a bug. It's not a fae folk. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's a you know what? Oh, for non-believers, go to this proof. It, it well, it's not that I don't believe. It's just that. You know, some things are the things that, you know, that they're supposed to be. And some things are not. Some things are just genuinely a Luna moth. Some things look like they might have two little hands sticking out too. I mean, those were my first two. And when I, when I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's a Luna moth or that is a mantis in flight because their wings are actually really, really long. And the first two pictures almost look like you can see a little bit of legs, like, you know, pointed out like their little praying legs definitely not a you know what they who shall not be named because i don't want my audio to sound like crap fairies damn it you are just you're rolling the dice every time man and i'm the one that has to clean up the mess like literally mm-hmm 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 yeah so yeah. so yeah it's definitely not a fey folk no it is good try though a moth of some kind yay <laughs> nice try fey folk didn't get caught on camera this time. No, they're too busy ruining audio of because that's where that's where the battles need <laughs> to be fought. 
that's the hill that they're dying on. <laughs> yes. How dare they say what we are on a podcast? How dare they? I just think it's ironic. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. We're not the only ones. So, mm. oh my gosh, I do have to say this though. There is a podcast out there that is completely just about fey folk and they're okay so i don't know yeah it's almost like and hear me out on this it's just coincidence i know but it just seems like too much of a coincidence sometimes come on man no even the ghost story guys had issues which i again i think that's just so funny that we both wind up having the same problems speaking of certain things <laughs> i don't know it's just mischievous it's just weird coincidence so the podcast is Celtic Myths and Legends podcast. We rounded out our top five listenership outside of the United States. And as promised, we're coming back to the States. Well, I mean, I never left because I'm far too American to leave the States. Uh-huh. So we are back in the States for this bonus episode. And because of the enormity of this particular state, I am splitting it up into two sections. So today i mean i feel like really we should split pennsylvania up into 50 sections it already is though isn't it i mean isn't this really just an episode about far mid southwest south mid. <laughs> pennsylvania oh boy yes gulf of pennsylvania yeah so we're doing southern texas today guys thank you texas listeners you guys are great what did you choose? Because I know you want to go first. Whoa, 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 whoa. Look, Kiki, I'm a reasonable person. And if you <laughs> would like to go first, I'm more than willing to allow you to go after me. I am so not taking the bait. <laughs> <laughs> my, my first one, I'm going to open up with a haunted, supposedly haunted location called Goatman's Bridge in Denton. I'd like to say one of my favorite paranormal investigations ever has happened at Goatman's Bridge. And it was done by BuzzFeed Paranormal, where it's one guy that believes in paranormal stuff and one guy that doesn't. And they're hilarious together. And that's what I look for in paranormal investigations. Funny, humorous. People that are trying, kind of, sort of. They didn't go in there with, like, weird... I shouldn't say weird, but they didn't go in there with, like... True expectations. Yeah, yeah. There were no, like... They were like, ah, let's see what happens. But here's the story. Okay. And this is this is coming from a website. I'll have Kiki post in the whatever the hell. Uh, built in... 1884, the old Alton Bridge, also known as Goatman's Bridge, originally carried horses and later automobiles over Hickory Creek at a location that was once a popular ford for crossing cattle. But legend has it, a demonic satyr. Now, satyrs are half human, half goat guys, okay? Think the movie Hercules, the animated Disney one, Danny DeVito's character, that's a satyr. I play one in my D&D game right now, too got a satyr you shouldn't play a satyr why not because they're they're goat people they're awesome they're monsters she literally can like kick your ass with her head um she can try okay a demonic satyr is believed to inhabit the forest surrounding the area and some say a black goat farmer 
who moved his family to a residence just north of the bridge, was also killed by clan... Oh, so it was a goat farmer that was black. I thought it was somebody who specifically farmed black goats. I wasn't sure myself when you said that. I was like, wait, does he farm just black goats? I mean, that could be a thing. You know? Yeah, because black goats are, I think they look cool. I would, yeah. I would definitely, you know, that's a well, golf like in, armor. Like in that story, in the the, the movie The, the Witch? Witch? Well, he didn't just have black goats, but. Okay, so he was black and he was a goat farmer. Yeah, he was a black goat farmer. They don't okay. have a comma there to differentiate. I truly and thought. this is why I write my own material. Goat. Yeah, uh, but the, the farmer was uh, killed by clansmen. Oh, that's awful. And that's that's how I realized that the farmer was was of African descent. So locals warn, if you cross the bridge at night without headlights, you're driving unsafely. And please don't do that. You will be met on the other side by the Goatsman. Ghostly figures and strange lights are said to appear in the surrounding woods, as well as reports of visitors being touched, grabbed and having rocks thrown at them. I don't know why I decided to say that ending part in like kind of a sexy voice, but I'm sticking with it. It's an interesting uh, place. Even the BuzzFeed uh, paranormal investigators that went there, when they went into the woods, there were some things that like obviously spooked them and they were hearing and experiencing stuff that made them kind of like, we should go this way. No, we should. Oh, God, what's going to happen? We're going to die in these woods. Ultimately, didn't catch anything on film. And they they just, you know, it was a fun time. Yeah, that's Goatman's Bridge in Denton. I recommend the um, Paranormal Investigators it, uh, BuzzFeed. I think they're on Hulu, but you can also just YouTube it for free. You know, it's a, it's a good watch. It's only like 20 minutes. Cool. I'm glad that I... Uh... I, I saved that for you. I was like, you know what? I I just feel like that's that's a JC one, you know. And uh, and look at that, it was. It sure is. I'm happy to give you guys a little hint about what we may be talking about in the very next episode of regular episode of Mission Spooky. I chose for my first one Maison Rouge, the home of the pirate Jean Lafitte. Super exciting. I thought maybe you were going to say something. No, I got nothing there. Okay. <laughs> like, pause for comedy and nothing. Okay, moving on. <laughs> You're welcome. His original home site is located at what now is Harbor Side between 14th and 15th Streets in Galveston. And his house was the very first substantial home that was ever built in Galveston. It apparently originally had 12 gables and uh, a cupola on top of a cannon to signal ships. So that's pretty cool. He burned it down when he left in 1820, when he left Galveston in 1820. I would like to know more about that part of it. And he's, he's kind of an interesting character that I keep adding this like long, long list of like bonus episodes that I want to do on interesting people i guess he was just like burn it i'm leaving it um hendrick's castle was built on the remains of maison rouge and that stood standing until hurricane carla although they say that the staircase that remains there now could very well date back to the original maison rouge so little 
bit about the Lafitte brothers because there's uh, Jean and then there's also Pierre. They had a like a love hate relationship almost with the American government. They were pardoned by Andrew Jackson eventually, and it, that sort of made both of them famous. And that was because of Jean's assistance with American troops during the Battle of New Orleans. All of that obviously turned the tide as far as public opinion went in their favor. But somewhere along the line, a lot of their crew, original crew, got back into piracy. And this changed public opinion of them back to them being, you know, bad guys because of the piracy thing. And... um he wound up leaving. He was in New Orleans for a while there, and he left New Orleans pretty much pissed off that everybody hated him again. So that's kind of sad. Uh, Lafitte apparently died in 1823 off the coast of Cuba in a fight with the British, and his brother Pierre died in Cozumel somewhere around 1821. So there's a supposedly a supernatural phantom pack of black dogs, which just sounds like I just want to pet a bunch of phantom black dogs. I'm sorry. I, I don't know that a pack of them sounds a little, a little dangerous. No, like I just, I don't have enough hands to pet them all at one time. How am, I gonna, how am I going to deal with that? I just, yeah. I don't know if I can be in that situation. Kiki. I don't know. Like it's too stressful because there's too many pets that need to get petted and you don't have enough hands to make all the pets happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's just, it's upsetting for me. Because we've talked about this before that even phantom dogs need pets. Oh, they sure do. They sure do. So what's interesting is that this idea of the phantom pack was long before the 1900s too. So it's almost been going on since after they left Galveston or after Jean well, I think his brother was there. I'd have to do a little bit more research on that one, which is why I say this: the brothers are a very interesting couple of people to maybe do another episode on separate. But I digress. These guys have been described as black dogs with the glowing red eyes. So people will say, oh, they're hellhounds. And with a hellhound thing comes that there's a warning, like, oh, if you see the black dogs. There's a lot of that. The, the Black Shook, remind, it reminds me of the Black Shook too. Like, oh, if you see the Black Shook, then there's disaster. But then we, we have that same story in this area in Bucks County, where someone whose family was originally from Ireland, they said that they were protected by the Black Shook. So I, it's, it just sort of depends on how you want to look at your black dog story. Lafitte did have a pack of 12 black dogs that he used for hunting purposes. Wait, he hunted the dogs? No, he used the dogs to hunt. To hunt humans? Animals, and apparently humans as well. Good. <laughs> this is a great story. This is a great story that can never be, it, can, it can't really be uh, locked down to where it came from. But they were supposed to be these uh, Campeche devil dogs is what they were called. And they're bred specifically for hunting men as well as animals, <laughs> quote unquote. And that Lafitte had demanded that a voodoo queen give him an army of these black dogs to guard Maison Rouge. Okay. So she does this ritual over the dogs when they're born. And then like they became these like devil dogs after death, I suppose, is what would be how it worked. The magic kind of goes on after they're dead. 
And then they okay. become this omen of trouble or tragedy then, right? So it's, it's a little bit more specific, that particular story. People will say that they can smell wet dog. They can hear growling, barking. You feel like a dog is there, like running past you or brushing against your leg and there's no dog really there. So yeah, that's cool. And then of course there's uh, unexplained screaming and People think that they can hear voices having a conversation. There's one about someone said they thought they heard two people arguing. Right now, the pictures that I've seen of this place, it's just sort of like the foundation and the staircase. And then a lot of it is missing. And it's gated up and it has a sign, one of those historical type signs that tells you like what it is. I'm not sure if you can go on a tour of this one. I meant to double check that. Of course, with COVID, I doubt anybody's actually giving the tours right now anyway but you might actually be able to go past the gate as long as you have a tour anyway someone said that they thought they heard talking at what would have been one of the old windows right and it was so weird because they nobody was there but if they walked away from the window the voices got more silent and if they walked towards the window they got louder that's freaky you know when that's happening but you can hear the muffled sound of of talking but you nobody's there clearly but yet the condition is there of getting louder and you know as you walk away it's getting it's getting less loud so anyway i thought that was kind of cool the one thing that i would say i i don't pay too much attention to is the whole like oh i see balls of light they're different colors and blah blah i'm like eh. a lot of that can be explained away so i'm not going to say that anybody's seen anything uh, substantial as far as a apparition per se so interesting story that i'm gonna completely just toss on you mm -hmm. cordy Pooh and i we went we went to my spooky graveyard a few nights ago and we kept seeing like a white flash of light now there were fireflies fireflies have very yellow greenish color this was definitely a white flash of light that was very weird to us but yeah i just you said about like orbs of light like boop, boop, and that that kind of reminded me hey i went ghost hunting the other night oh good for you did you did you record anything while you were out i have about an hour and a half of uh recording but and hear me out on this kiki only from what i've listened to so far there there's one there's one potential audio clip that i'm probably gonna like edit that well trim down and send to you cool but at first i need to figure out how to trim video down <laughs> i need to learn how to edit video yeah. i need to learn how to it took me two days to figure out how to upload a video from my oh phone my goodness to my computer this was that was itself a task it was so heartbreaking because i'm just like like I plugged it in and nothing happened. And then I realized, oh, I have an iPhone. This is a fucking PC computer <sighs> or a Windows computer. Well, that's probably where the issue lied. And would you believe, Kiki, that it is where the issue lied? Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> and I had to download some stuff and figure things out. And now I keep getting this pop up that says you're definitely not. Uh, your computer's not hacked by Vladimir Putin. It it keeps coming up like every 30 seconds. Just continue <laughs> acting as normal. Your actions are not being recorded. But yeah, yeah, re I got my videos on air. 
Wow. And my <laughs> bank account, what's great is my bank account stuff, zero dollars all the way across. And I don't, you know, I haven't been this carefree about money in so long. My God. Obviously. I, <laughs> I just, um, God. Obviously, you're joking. Yes. What do you have for Texas? My next creature is it's a cryptid because you know me and cryptids i think i think cryptids are so like there's so many of them and they're so fantastic i just love bringing them to light and this one it's one i've actually never heard of and i'm not being sarcastic with that usually i would then say like bigfoot because i'm an asshole but this is a oh god how did you say it lechuza lechuza i believe it's lechuza yes lechuza and it's from Hispanic folklore. Now, Lechuza, it is a witch who sold her soul to the devil for certain powers. So it's a witch that can essentially shapeshift into a very large owl that still wears a witch hat. What they do is they will like sit on a tree, mind their own business. Well, not really. They're trying to get prey. So what they'll do is they'll like make the noises of a child calling for help. Help me, mommy, help me. And then you're like, well, I'm an adult. This is obviously what I've been trained for for the last however many years. I'm gonna go help a child. It'd be a great bar story one day. And then what happens is a giant owl creature swoops down, picks you up, and eats you. And it does, it's not a good bar story anymore. No. Unless you're able to somehow fight off the Lechuza. However, that's very difficult because these are witches. So while they're also giant owl creatures, they're magical. Magical giant owl creatures that can curse you. And, oh, they usually bring thunderstorms with them. And they're crazy overpowered. I'm also, I just read something, that they're immune to weapons and bullets. They're just like, oh yeah, shoot me. Go right ahead, you fucking idiot. Like, they don't even care. They don't even care. Oh, man. And you know Texas and their guns, they're immediately shooting at everything. I mean, Pennsylvania has more guns per capita, but you do you, Tex. True. It's true, y'all. It's true. The, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a supposedly very dangerous creature and um if you are in texas and you come across and are attacked by a lechuza they are not fans of salty foods so you know throw throw your salts at them as most most demonic and eat like evil things because salt's like a very pure quote unquote salt is a very pure mineral so like that's why it gets rid of a lot of like bad things. Also, what you can do, and this is something I feel like I would probably be pretty okay at, you should immediately begin cussing her out, the Lechuza. Just, what the fuck are you doing with your life right now? You're sitting up in that tree trying to fucking attack me? I have a job. I'm trying to raise fam- uh, my family. How dare you come onto my motherfucking property and give me some shit? Get the fuck out. And you just, you give them that and they'll, they'll fly away. But what you should never do, and this is, this is what you never do. If you're inside, right, and you hear a whistling sound or the sound of a baby crying, don't go investigate. Call the police. Let them get killed. I mean, by a lechuza, you know, (laughs) not all the time, but that's their job. Well, it's one of their jobs to investigate things like, oh, there's a baby crying. 
Yeah, call the call the police. It's one of their things that they get paid to do. Let them do it. Yeah, that's the Lechuza. They're pretty cool. They kind of look like harpies, but they're more magical because they're witches that can cast spells and shit. Also, so I'm thinking about this, how like gray aliens tend to also be seen as like if you have a dream or if you wake up at night and sometimes like you think there's owls outside of your your window like looking in at you theoretically that can be gray aliens looking at you and your mind kind of just trying to no this is normal this is a creature you know about but why would three owls be looking in a window at you so i wonder if the lore of a Lechuza is actually them, like, reporting a different, like, type of gray alien. Because gray aliens can fly. They would be uh, supposedly, probably, immune to bullets and stuff. And then what, what do they do to you when they, they pick you up and they, t- they abduct you, you know? Yeah. Seems pretty yeah. similar to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying 100% Lechuzas are gray aliens, but I'm saying there's some similarities. Similarities, you know? Interesting observation. Oh, and mo- in modern times, uh, just, just for this little bit out there, they will swoop down at cars driving on deserted roads at night because you're going over the speed limit, I guess. They don't like speeding cars. Or it's just some owls are big. Yeah, that's true. And they're like, oh, look, there's a mouse over there. And they're go swooping down for said mouse. And then you happen to, like, just see that happen at night. And you're spooked because it's a deserted road. And who drives on deserted roads? They're deserted for a reason. <sighs> Sometimes if you put yourself in a place where you think you're going to be scared, you're going to scare yourself with things that are completely normal. Yeah, yeah. Power suggestion, man. The, the, the Chusa definitely seems cool. So uh, moving on to Hotel Galvez in Galveston. How many how many stars does it have on Yelp? Uh, I believe four and a half or five. It's pretty, yeah. I think on Yelp it's like four and a half. Gal, how do you spell it? Galvez. G-A-L-V-E-Z. Oh, it has, it has four and a half stars on Look Google. Look at that. I was right. 26,000 reviews. Oh, wowzers. Yeah, it's a great hotel. It's beautiful. And it's like, yeah, a room, $215, you know. That's reasonable, actually. Yeah, it's not bad for city, nice star hotel. Yeah, yeah that's not, you know, when you got to take the, take the family somewhere nice before you take them out back to the Lechuza Farms. Want to treat yourself. God, I missed that show. Okay, so listen, this place was built in 1911, and it is kind of known as a really big hotspot for ghost hunters. Room 501 is the most well-known haunted room. That is where the fiancé of a... I am not saying that word on this show. I'm going to call him a sailor. <laughs> Did you say... Was was he a seaman? Shut up! Was, was, it, was it seaman? It was. Did it's... you not say it because you know I would... You yes. Know, me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because I'm mature and I can handle the word semen. I can. <sighs> I can. I can handle having semen. You can handle semen all day. I can <laughs> handle it. I probably handle it better than most people. I'm okay. I'm all right. Listen. Professional semen handler. I have stuff to talk about. Okay. So listen. Me too. This fiance Audra. She was staying in the room when she found out that his ship had sunk and that everyone had died. And she oh, that's appara- very sad. Yeah, and she apparently committed suicide. 
in the room and now she haunts the hotel and that's that's the ghost bride now there's other things that go on here as far as like candles being blown out when nobody's around different kinds of noises like dishes moving and things like that some of that might actually be attributed to the ghost bride no clear evidence on that one staffers say that they've seen a woman walking around in quote old fashioned maid's uniform Mm -hmm. and then another man will come walking with her sometimes and then they'll just disappear right in front of your face so some of it actually might be this other person who you know maybe these people are just somehow attached to it you know if you work at a place long enough you might want to hang out there i don't know i've worked at places for like periods of times and i if i died and ended up there even if i died there I would I would refuse to haunt those buildings. Right? You'd be like, I've had enough of this shit. I don't want to be here. I can either stay on Earth, like on this plane of existence, and haunt this place, or I can go to I'll take I'll take the hell option. Thank you. Ugh. Now hold on get a second. Me Wait a out of here. My original thought was, yeah, I wouldn't want to go back to a place and and that I worked at and haunt it. But I'll tell you what, considering a certain situation that rose up recently, I wouldn't mind haunting the crap out of the place that i currently work at <laughs> no no it's never worth <laughs> that it. would be fun actually i would have a lot of fun with that oh man i would just f shit up so bad knock crap over over I-, I foresee myself being an extremely powerful ghost i'm just saying do you have another one you want to share because i have one more nope i'm i'm good okay this one's also like kind of short i thought i'd mention it because it is the point Bolivar lighthouse and i think it sounds familiar to me because i think that ghost hunters had been here on the television show like the original the og okay okay i feel i feel like i might have seen this before because the, the story sounded sort of familiar to me it's it's a story that goes back to like the 1950s so it's not it's not like ancient or anything you think you'd be able to find evidence of this if it happened and that's the problem with this particular ghost story nobody can find out if this is true or not, because this the myth is that a teenage boy and his family lived in the lighthouse and that he strangled his mother and father and then killed himself in the lighthouse. And because of the murders and how he killed himself, that they that he now haunts the place almost like he's looking for his parents because in his mind he can't fathom the fact that he actually killed them both people will say that it is haunted even today and that that sometimes the light will go on sometimes the foghorn will blow when hurricane ike came through and that there was no electricity to the place at the time because like everybody didn't have electric that it that still was emanating light and that ships saw it and heard the foghorns that's kind of freaky right so even if the ghost story that has no historical proof is maybe not true there could actually be something else uh hanging out there so yeah kind of a cool little story and that's not far from galveston either because these are truly called bonus bites and i always mention some place to eat in all these places that we've been to now or at least i try to if i can mm-hmm. and uh jc i found a place i think it's pronounced gaidos or gaidos maybe g-a-i-d-o apostrophe s and kind of want to eat here and now oh i've been to texas guys but i have not been south texas i've only visited the panhandle part of texas and so i know your state is like flipping huge and you have so many other cool things to see and do 
in Texas that I have not gotten to see yet. So I feel like Dallas is just completely different than Galveston. And, you know, yet you're all like in this one huge space, which is why I said we were going to break your state up into two parts. So we're going to do northern Texas at a different time. But this place being in Galveston, uh, I, I don't even know what I want to start with first, man. Uh, you got... Texas blue crab claws. You have a savory crab meat cheesecake. Two things that I love together in one thing. Crab meat and cheesecake. I I just want to mm, hot damn. Do you like seafood? Are you you're Yeah, I'm a seafood. Uh I thought uh, you were. Well, they have combination platters. So, I'm just looking at the photographs being like I'm I personally right now am so freaking hungry. Just want to eat like everything in the world. I have to mention one of their cocktails. They do a voodoo here that sounds amazing. It's like Bacardi rum, Captain Morgan's rum, Myers rum, apricot bandy, pineapple juice, uh splash of grenadine. Hello. Yeah, now I also want a cocktail. But I didn't realize this until I was doing some research that Pecan pie is apparently the dessert of Texas. And so these guys have some of the best pecan desserts that I've ever heard of. They got a pecan crunch or a pecan ball. The crunch is served with cowboy bourbon sauce. Yeah, I don't know what makes it a cowboy bourbon sauce, but if it's like anything like my bourbon sauce, like I'm totally there. Mm, okay. They also have after dinner cocktails, which I absolutely love when a restaurant does this because they take like your vanilla ice cream and pour different liqueur over top of it, like chocolate liqueur or creme de cocoa or amaretto, which, oh my gosh, that's the bomb. Whew. Okay, Texas. That does sound good. I know, right? I'm I'm all about, I need to get to Galveston. This place is amazing and spooky. I love it. Thank you, listeners in Texas. We love you. Peace out. Yes, Texas. Everything is bigger in Texas, including my love for you. You guys are wonderful. You guys, it's like napalm in the morning. There's nothing like it. You guys are just beautiful, fantastic, wonderful people. And you know what? You make me want to cry. You make me so proud. Because you just keep doing you, and you are doing you so goddamn well. Bye!